welcome to the latest episode of Public Power Now. I'm Paul Schimpoli, News Director at APPA. We're joined today by Richard Peffley, General Manager for Lansing Board Water and Power and Light in Michigan. Richard, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here today. Great. So, Richard, to get our conversation started, I'd like to talk about your career at BWL. Can you describe your professional journey uh, at the utility leading up to your current role as general manager? Also, could you highlight uh, key projects you have worked on over the years at BWL? Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, I hired into the Board of Water and Light at our Erickson Station plant right after high school, and I started there as a janitor. And um, right after I got hired, the Board of Water Light sent me back to school to complete my higher education. And when I did that, which took about five years, uh, I was promoted to electronic technician. And I served in that position for about five years also. Then I was promoted to the operating supervisor over the plant. And I was in that role for a very short time. Uh, the plant manager retired and I was promoted to Erickson Station plant manager. And uh, I was the plant manager for about 10 years at which time uh, I was promoted to electric production manager, which put me over both of the Bordeaux and Ice coal plants at the time. And about eight years later, uh, to my surprise, um, I was asked to be the interim general manager of the company, and that was in 2006. And I say to my surprise because there was a couple layers of management above me and I uh, didn't know the GM was even leaving, and I just got a call one day and, you know, bam, you know, I'm in the seat. So I was the interim, and a few months into that, um, they asked if I wanted to take the job permanently. And at that stage in my career, I didn't think I was ready to run the company. Uh, I did the job for a full year and still wasn't ready in my mind. So the board of Water and Light hired a new GM, and I was moved to executive director of operations. So uh, the entire operations of the company was still under me, and then there was a finance department around that side of the company. So that. Uh, just fast forward to 2015, deja vu, back to getting asked, will you be the general manager? The GM left again. And so I was the interim general manager for a year. And then in 2016, they asked if I would take a job permanently. At that time, I felt like I was ready to give it a shot. So I have been in that position uh, through today. So it's been a great career path. And one note that's kind of humorous is in my entire career, I filled out one application for the janitor's job. I've been asked to take every one of these positions. I've never done a resume, so I think that's a little unique. So I've been into the company right now for 46 years. Uh, as far as any major projects, I've had uh, the pleasure of being able to do quite a few of them. Uh, one of them was a complete refurbishment of what's called our WISE conditioning plant. That's where we treat 10 million gallons of uh, drinking water a day. We rebuilt a plant from top to bottom. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I led the redevelopment uh, efforts of our Ottawa power station. Uh, we sold it to a uh, private entity and they needed our help converted into office space. That took about three years to do. And then uh, I was the project manager for our Rio headquarters and cogeneration plant. That was the first cogeneration plant built in uh, Michigan in 25 years. It has a 100 megawatt output with the ability to uh, export 300,000 pounds of steam per hour. Uh, the project was built on time and on budget, uh, and the budget was $182 million. Now, I started out on the biggest project that we started about two years ago, which was another cogeneration plant, 250 megawatts, with a price tag of $500 million. Uh, 
But since I was moved in the GM position, I had to uh, relinquish that fun project to one of the executives. And that project is currently uh, in commission right now and expected to start generating uh, clean energy to our customers uh, next month. So that's kind of my career path and some of the exciting projects I've got to do uh, over my career. So I just want to turn um, our attention to some, some recent news uh, involving uh, Lansing BW, which we covered in our, our Public Power Current newsletter. You guys recently issued a request for information related to battery storage-only projects. So I was wondering if you could detail what prompted uh, Lansing BWL to issue this request for information and more broadly, what role do you see energy storage playing for the utility in the future? Uh, sure, I'd be happy to do so. The Board of Water and Light has always been ahead of the curve when it comes to renewable energy. We actually had a renewable portfolio standard, RPS, uh, in place before any other utility in Michigan, even before the state required it. And currently, our journey takes us at 50% clean energy by 2030 and carbon neutrality by 2040. So we have a peak load of around 500 megawatts in the summer, and we get 87 megawatts from wind and 125 megawatts from solar. So we're doing very well there. So when you look at that, we looked at, you know, what role will batteries play? We are long on generation, so we inject uh, into the market daily and sell on the wholesale market. But we decided that as we look at these batteries, that we can uh, procure the batteries, and then when our renewable energy portfolio is putting out more than our uh, domestic load that we would charge the batteries. Then most likely at night as the solar rolls off that we could draw off those batteries and that would help reduce our reliance on fossil fuel. So that's a double win for the company and the customers. Customers save money on fuel costs and the environment has less uh, fossil fuel at that time. So we're looking forward to getting those um, uh, proposals back to see where this journey will take us on transitioning to the utility of the future. Just shifting gears um, in terms of other news, not not so recent news, but um, early important nonetheless. Um, earlier this year, um, BWL's Board of Commissioners uh, approved a new strategic plan for the utility. So uh, could you give our listeners a sense of, in terms of the key elements of the plan? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, yes, staff worked for six months on a strategic plan. Uh, the commissioners um, approved it. And the strategic priorities, there's five of them. And the first one is customer and community. The second one is workforce engagement and diversity. Uh, third is climate and environment. Fourth is operational resiliency and continuous improvement. And the fifth one is financial stability. Each one of the executives has one of these uh, priorities assigned to their area. And the exciting thing is that we are talking and educating every employee on how they fit into the strategic plan. Even if the boots on the ground out there that just want to do their job, we tell them you can positively affect the strategic plan and you have a role in the company. So um, I'm pretty excited about getting that training completed. Yeah, so a quick follow-up if I could. So with respect to the five um, elements that you ticked off, any anyone in particular that rises to the top for you in terms of prioritization in your role as a general manager? Well, uh, uh, climate and environment is something that I'm uh, really interested in because, um, as I said, our uh, carbon neutrality goal of 
by 2040 being net zero carbon. That's well ahead of other utilities. We, we want to be a leader there. It's ahead of the state of Michigan's uh, goal. And so I watch that very close. That's why we're looking at batteries. And some folks have asked us, you know, you don't need batteries because you're long on generation. But, you know, uh, we, we want to be a leader in uh, the environment. And I think that's the goal. They're all important to me, but that's the one that, you know, I look at first when the monthly numbers come out on how we're doing. Now, now, in doing some some research uh, in a, in preparation for this interview, one of the things that, that caught my eye is the um, the entity called the Michigan Energy Workforce uh, Development Consortium, which last month uh, utilized Careers in Energy Week to heighten uh, awareness of energy sector careers. Now, I guess you know the broad picture. Obviously, these workforce issues are top of mind for the power sector and public power in particular. So, so against that backdrop, could you talk about the consortium's overall mission and BWL's role in the consortium and what other public power entities in Michigan are part of the consortium? Sure. Uh, the BWL is a member of uh, MEWDC, and we serve on the leadership team and the planning team for Careers in Energy Week. Uh, the purpose of the consortium is to address current and future workforce issues that are critical to sustaining Michigan's energy industry. Uh, the Michigan Municipal Electric Association, uh, MMEA, is a member, as well as Zeeland and Traverse City. Now, the Board of Light is the largest public utility, so we thought that it was prudent for us to sit on there to help shape, you know, and represent them. Um, the, uh, the municipal utilities, uh, the investor-owned utilities sit on it, and we thought that we could bring a voice to the table because uh, recruiting skilled trades is tough right now, and we want to get out there and uh, show college students, high school students, that a career in energy is a great way to make a living. And I'm, a, I'm an example of that. I you know, got out of high school, and you know, the company trained me, and we're still doing that today here at this company. So we thought it was important that uh, we be part of this, and uh, you know, I think it's uh, helping all the utilities in Michigan, especially the municipals. Great. And just a quick follow-up. Um, so with respect to Lansing uh, specifically, any... Um particular challenges that, that you're facing these days as it relates to, to workforce issues? The biggest one we have is line workers. Uh, we are having trouble recruiting line workers, and, but uh, we're lucky in the other areas uh, for skilled trades, electricians, electronics, technicians, mechanics. Uh, we're doing well there. Uh, we are able to fill vacancies pretty, uh, pretty uh, in a timely manner. And when it comes to line workers, we're growing our own right now, so to speak. We've got a lot of apprenticeships uh, open right now, and they're filled by in-house staff. So they're advancing up, but it's a long apprenticeship. So we were trying to recruit some journey workers, and that is tough. And we're hearing that not just in Michigan, but across the country. All right, Dick. Well, thanks so much again for taking the time to speak with us today. It's been an illuminating conversation. And uh Love to have you back as a guest at some point in the future where we can touch upon some of the topics we talked about today and, and anything else that you'd like to talk about. So thanks again. Yes, happy to do so. Thank you. Have a great day.